This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for resources. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Have you noticed that your eating disorder loves to tear you down? It gives you a lot of destructive thoughts about yourself, about the behaviors that you should take part of, and also how you find control. Allegedly, allegedly, it's not true. When you do things to hurt yourself and that you need your eating disorder and that you should hate your body, you should hate yourself and the only way that that could possibly get better is if you damage yourself with your eating disorder. Yeah, well, you know what that is? That is your eating disorder thoughts. These are the unhelpful, negative, destructive thoughts that your eating disorder is filling your head with. It's filling your head with a bunch of crap. And eating disorders have so much to do with our mind. Everything that we say to ourselves, that we convince ourselves to be true. And this is destructive and unhelpful, especially when you're letting your eating disorder control your thoughts. So, in today's episode, we're going to talk all about how to reframe your eating disorder thoughts. So today, we're going to talk about what negative thoughts are, what is reframing your thoughts, why it's important to reframe your thoughts, also common unhelpful thought patterns, and how to reframe your thoughts. Now, what am I proud of myself for this week? Well, yep, I lead off from last episode where I was talking about the escape rooms. My boyfriend and I have been playing many games together and I have been slamming them. And the thing is, I thought he was a sore loser and maybe he made me into one, but he's so... In the best way possible, he's so intelligent in everything, which is great. However... When he wins game after game after game, it does something to you, I have to admit. But because you're so used to winning all the time, when the tables turn, he gets quite frustrated. And so a few of the games that we play together, I actually beat him in. And yeah, that's always great to see. I had one photo where I took a candid shot of him going from losing to winning a game so the evidence is clear of how his emotions are it's pretty funny he's like absolutely so angry and pissed off in the first two photos like it's written all over his face and then the next two he's just smiling and like cheering it's (laughs) anyways when it comes to me winning games I actually win quite a bit of them and he says he's very impressed so yeah but now I feel like I'm slowly becoming a sore loser don't really want to blame him it's not his fault but 
I see how he reacts on both sides of the scale. So now I'm pretty much doing and feeling the same. So I guess a bit of a competitive side is coming out of me, which is funny because when I played netball when I was younger, the team used to call me the Zen Buddha because everyone would be so pissed off at each other. Like, you know how you've got your partner and everyone's just like seething each other and making little snide comments or whatever. That would be me always calm, just having a good time. And most of the time I was probably chatting to my opponent. So yeah, I got the nickname Zen Buddha. And here I am now, only when it comes to board games with my boyfriend, I tend to not be the Zen Buddha as I used to be. So yes, I'm proud of myself for all of my wins and also being self-reflecting and realizing that I can tone it the fuck down when I lose as well. And we know that self-reflection is the key to change, so go listen to my episode on that again if you have to. Okay? And with that, let's learn how to reframe your thoughts. Your eating disorder shitty thoughts. Thank you. Oh, also thank you very much to Very Well Minds, Eating Disorder Hope and Central Coast Treatment Center. Thank you for your contribution. So, what are eating disorder thoughts? So, eating disorders distorts the way you think about food, nutrition and your body. And when your thoughts are distorted, it impacts the way you eat or exercise, which can then lead to harm to your physical and mental health. And so these thoughts that you have from your eating disorder is that very strong and persuasive eating disorder voice. So the way that we talk to ourselves really impacts our relationship with ourselves. So we can use our self-talk as a way to help us during recovery, or it can be used to fuel our eating disorder behaviors and to the thoughts behind it. And as hard as it can be for us to realize sometimes, our self-talk is in our control. Definitely, it's not easy to switch around our mindset and the way that we talk to ourselves. However, I'm here to give you faith that it is possible. It is possible to turn around all of these horrible, critical, destructive eating disorder thoughts and to turn it into a supporting and positive inner dialogue. So to change these unhealthy thoughts that you have, you need to reframe them. So reframing thoughts is when you actively notice when you are having unhelpful thoughts. So you notice that you are having unhelpful thoughts and then you reframe the thoughts to more helpful and constructive thoughts. And it is so important for us to reframe these unhelpful thoughts. Why? I'll tell you why. Because more likely than not, a lot of these thoughts are actually catastrophized and they don't represent reality. And when you're telling your brain this catastrophized version, maybe half of the time, nothing's even happened yet and you're just assuming the worst. You think the worst case scenario and everything and your brain is listening. And your brain will then take it as reality, even though it's just your imagination. And then in comes in the anxiety and all of the unhelpful behaviors as well. And your imagination has turned into your reality. And your imagination wasn't even helpful to begin with. So your imagination is telling you things like, oh, if I put on weight, everyone will hate me. Everyone will call me ugly and fat and I'll think I'm ugly and fat and I'll hate myself. And this will happen if I keep the food in or stop restricting food. Well, your brain is listening and it's going to believe that what you think is real when it's not. It's not. So that's why it's so important to reframe these thoughts. You want to stop sabotaging yourself from recovering. You want to stop bringing yourself down and assuming the worst in everything and thinking with fear, well, that's why it's so important to reframe your thoughts. 
And these cognitive distortions are you interpreting things in your life in a negatively biased way. Why? Well, why is because you've thought this way for a long time. There's some self-love that needs to be believed and we need to get yourself out of these eating disorder habits. However, it doesn't have to be like this. So why choose to keep thinking like this? Maybe you believe as well that you deserve to feel this way. That you deserve to bring yourself down because you're just useless and worthless. Well, first of all, I can tell you that that is not true at all. And also, you don't need to suffer. Pain has a purpose, but suffering is a choice. And this painful feelings that you're feeling, use that to realize that something in your life needs to be changed. However, if you choose to continually suffer and just drown yourself in guilt and shame and negativity, well, nothing is going to change. And the only person that can change it, can change your thoughts, is yourself. Okay, you can listen to the tips I have today, but until you action them in your life, nothing will change. So I want you to keep in mind that these thoughts and belief that come from your eating disorder, it ranges from weight, from food, or your body image, these are the cognitive distortions that you are experiencing. They are not reality. We need food to function. We need to fuel our body and we need to fuel our minds. Food doesn't just fuel our body, it fuels our minds. Say fuel one more time. Fuel. All right, so we're going to go over some of the most common distortive thought patterns. Whilst you listen to them, I want you to think about whether or not some of these apply to you, all of them apply to you, or if you're lying to yourself, because surely if you have an eating disorder at the moment, or even just in, even in general, I'm sure that at least one of these will apply to you. So listen up. To be fair, maybe none of these apply to you. However, think deep, think real deep, and decide whether or not you think in any of these ways. Because remember, acknowledgement is the first step towards change. All right? So the first distorted thought pattern that we're going to talk about is discounting the positive. So this is when a good statement or comment or event has happened, and instead of taking it on positively, you twist it around to become a negative. It's like when you hear people say that they reject compliments because they can't accept it. So a good example relating to eating disorders is if you heard someone say, oh, you're looking healthier. And instead of being like, fuck yeah, I do. You're like, oh my gosh, healthier? What does that mean? Does that mean I put on weight? Does that mean I look fat? Does that mean I'll someone has commented on my body and now I'm like, God, I just look fat and don't be But to reframe these thoughts into a healthier mindset, you could be like, okay, look, having a comment mentioned about my body has been very triggering for me in the past and it still is now. However, I'm going to look at it through a different light. That's what reframing your thoughts are. I know this person has good intentions from what they said. And if I'm trying to recover from my eating disorder, it is possible and more likely that I will be putting on weight. But this weight that I'm putting on is going to make me healthier. And that is what I aim to be. And I know my eating disorder is screaming at me right now to go back to my eating disorder behaviors so that I don't have to worry about putting on weight. But that's what my eating disorder wants. It's not what I want. So thank you, eating disorder, for rocking up to the party, but you weren't invited, so fuck off. Okay? So another example could be you trying on clothes, and someone said that you look better in the size up because it looks more comfortable and a better fit. And then your distorted thoughts start to say, oh, crap, I can't wear a bigger size. That means that I look fat in the smaller size, and it mean I need to fit into that small size. I look comfier in the other size? What the fuck does that mean? 
I must be fat if I have to go a size up. This is the end of the world. Good day to you. When in reality, and trust me, this one hits home because I've shared the story where this happened to me and I lost my shit. I was crying. I was having an anxiety attack. It was like the world was over just because I had to be a bigger size. And that was my distorted thought pattern saying, you're big because you're a bigger size, which is not true. Get a grip. But in reality, the size of our clothing is just what fits our body. That's that. So many of us think that we need to be the smallest size to be happy. And that is not true at all. That is the distorted thought speaking. And this used to be the societal norm. And it's starting to change, which is great. But it is so important that we reframe our own thoughts. Irregardless of what the media or fucking Tom down the street is saying. We need to love ourselves. And if having to wear a bigger size up is causing absolute chaos... Well, that's something that our mindset needs to change. The next thought pattern we're going to talk about is to catastrophize or minimize. So when we catastrophize, we are blowing things out of proportion. But when we minimize, we are making situations of less importance. We are shrinking it. We are ignoring it. So a good example of catastrophizing something would be, if I gained weight, everyone will hate me. And if you reframe your thoughts, you'll realize that Those that love you will love you at any weight. If we look at minimizing something, a great example would be, I only binge and then purge X amount of times. Let's just say once or twice a week. And because I only do it that many times, it's not that big of a deal and I'm okay. No harm done. That is minimizing because it shouldn't be happening at all. It's like you're trying to shrink the problem so that it's not big enough of an issue that you just, you're avoiding the issue. Another distorted thought pattern is when you have this all or nothing mindset. You have a polarized way of thinking. So having this black and white thinking patterns can actually be fueled by perfectionism and the fear of failing. So an example of this would be you're trying to stop binge eating and you eat just a little more than you thought you would. And you consider that being overeating and then you go, what? You know what? I just overate. I might as well eat 20 times more than I have already because I've already fucked up. If you reframe those thoughts, a great way of looking at it would be, I can learn from what has made me feel like I'm over full at the moment. However, binging is not the answer and I'm not going to go that way. Another example could be you're trying to recover and you've had a temporary setback. You have this temporary setback and instead of trying to learn from it, figure out what triggered you to go back to an eating disorder behavior, you say, well, I fucked up now. This setback is me fucking up for life. I'm going to give up on recovery because I had a setback. When instead you could reframe these thoughts and just say, okay, here's my temporary setback. What can I learn from this? What triggered me to take part of these behaviors and actions? And what can I try to do to improve next time? And what am I proud of myself for? You should be proud of yourself for just coming to this conclusion in the first place and not just giving up on yourself entirely for having a temporary setback. Another distorted thought pattern is using the words should or must critically. I must lose weight to love myself. I must exercise this amount to be able to eat. Or I shouldn't have eaten that meal. I should have eaten this. I should have eaten that. When in reality, you don't need to exercise to be able to give yourself food. And you don't need to punish yourself for eating certain types of food. And your weight is not an indicator of whether or not you love yourself. 
Another distorted thought pattern that I want you to think about is personalization. Are you taking blame for something that wasn't your fault or completely your fault? Or are you blaming people for something that was your doing? So an example could be something like, if I didn't gain weight, this person would still be my friend. When in reality, it probably had absolutely nothing to do with that. Unless they're an ass, and then you don't really want to be their friend anyway. Or another one could be entirely blaming yourself for having this eating disorder, and therefore feeling weak, dizzy, you're having some chest pains, and you're just bringing yourself down even more for having this eating disorder, and blaming yourself for having these physical difficulties. When what you should be doing is accepting that yes, these health problems may have come from your eating disorder. However, you went to your eating disorder in a vulnerable place and you're learning from your eating disorder and you're going to heal and recover. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And you've learned more about yourself and your capabilities and how you should be treating yourself. So blaming yourself is not going to make you feel any better. You need to work together with yourself and from what you've learned and build yourself back up. And blaming yourself for having an eating disorder is not going to help you or your mindset. Rather learn from it. Eating disorders are fucked in the head and you can choose whether to learn from your eating disorder voices and how it has made you feel or you can beat yourself up and just bring yourself down. No. And another thought pattern is labeling or mislabeling. So this is when you assign labels to yourself, to other people or other things without considering a lot of factors. You're implying value or a lack of value. So an example would be thinking that you have no self-control and therefore you're worthless. Reframing the thoughts would allow you to acknowledge that maybe some of the behaviors you took part of could have been improved. However, that does not make you worthless. Another example could be if you believe that a certain type of food is going to make you gain so much weight. Reframing these thoughts would allow you to realize that this is your eating disorder talking, and these could be your fear foods. 
There is also emotional dysregulation. This is when even if you've had just a minor thought, you've allowed your fears or your worries or just your emotions about it escalate, it leads to an outburst. So even if the situation that you are facing is slightly stressful, your emotions just get out of hand. So your moods become very volatile. It's like one little thing happens and you'll just snap. You suddenly believe that the world is crashing down and this leads to you having some sort of outburst and therefore this can cause harm with your relationship with yourself and others. There's also the thought pattern of having a very distorted self-image. Your self-perception is all whack. So you're struggling to see yourself as you really are. And this is all coming from your mind and how you perceive yourself. And an example would be if you looked in the mirror and you saw yourself as being just absolutely humongous when everyone else sees you as very skinny and very thin. So you're having body dysmorphic views. So please go and listen to episode 22 of my podcast if you can relate to having a poor sense of self. But also, of course, seeing a health professional. And another disordered thought pattern is when you use guilt to isolate yourself. So if you are experiencing eating disorder behaviours, you start to feel a lot of guilt and shame, which then leads to you isolating yourself because you're filling your head with all of this crap. Maybe you're isolating yourself because you fear someone finding out about your eating disorder behaviours, but in return you only then hear your eating disorder voice and you'll be trapped and surrounded by nothing else, which is only going to make you listen to your eating disorder voice more because you have nothing else to listen to. You have no other perception. And maybe you're isolating yourself because you've convinced yourself that if you eat in front of other people, all hell will break loose. They're going to question you about why you eat so much or so little. Or maybe you just want to eat more and you don't want to show that side of you. So you isolate yourself when you eat. But try to take this fear that you have of people finding out as the little voice inside your head that is telling you that these eating disorder behaviors aren't serving you. Because there would be no reason to hide that you have an eating disorder if you didn't think that something was up with it. Listen to that voice that is being overpowered by your eating disorder. Because it's that voice that is trying to reach out to you and say, HELP! And also, if you find yourself having problems concentrating, this may have to do with your eating disorder as well. Because if you're not consuming enough food or keeping enough food in, then your brain is not receiving nutrients. And you're going to find it hard to concentrate. You may find it hard to concentrate at work or school or just your daily life. So if you're finding it hard to concentrate, consider whether or not you're feeding your brain enough nutrients. Now enough said there. I'm going to quickly repeat to you all of these different distorted thought patterns. Have a think about it. What thought patterns apply to you? Huh? And now after I say it, by the way, we're going to go into how to help reframe your eating disorder thoughts. Okay. Also, there's overgeneralization. This is when you reach a general conclusion based on a single incident or event or piece of information. So this is when you use words like always, every and never. Like I always fail, I always lose, I always fail so I'll never be able to recover. Every time I try to recover I fail. And then there's also having a very narrow-minded way of thinking. So you focus on one piece of information rather than taking into account the whole situation or the whole story. So rather than logically focusing on a whole situation, you are only focusing on one part of the picture. So an example would be you choosing to focus on putting on weight if you recover, rather than looking at all the other benefits that come with you recovering. You improve your mental and physical health. You start to grow your self-love. You start to have a healthy relationship with food. 
but you choose to focus on nothing else besides the fact that you may put on weight. But just to summarise, some distorted eating disorder thought patterns include discounting the positive, catastrophizing or minimising, having polarised thinking, using words should or must critically, having personalisation, labelling or mislabeling, having emotional dysregulation, having a distorted self-image, and feeling guilt and shame, which then leads to isolation. There's also overgeneralization and having a narrow-minded way of thinking. So if you feel like you have negative moods or stresses, and that leads to triggering you to take part of eating disorder habits, or you can relate to the distorted thinking habits that we just talked about, well, listen up, because we're going to go over ways on how to reframe these thoughts. So the first thing that I want you to do is to acknowledge and recognize the thoughts that you are having. So I want you to try and be able to recognize when it is that your anxious and intrusive thoughts start to power up. Ask yourself, is this your imagination or is this reality? And write these thoughts down because you're going to start noticing that there may be patterns in when you have these thoughts, why you have these thoughts and what these thoughts are. And when you recognize these thoughts, try to describe it in as much detail as you can. This will help you be able to deal with it better because you know exactly how it is that you are feeling. Talk about all the senses. How do you feel physically? Write it all down or talk to a trusted friend about it all. As I said earlier in today's episode, the first step to changing your behaviours is to acknowledge them. So make sure whenever you are having these intrusive thoughts to acknowledge it and recognise why it is that you are feeling this way and whether this is your imagination or reality. And hey, You might at first believe that this is reality because you're still stuck in this mindset of perceiving all of your thoughts very negatively. However, if you write it all down, you'll start to be able to identify that it is your imagination when you are catastrophizing or whatever the heck it is. But try to be as real with yourself as possible. Don't just say it's reality for the sake of it. This progress is going to benefit you the more honest you are. What I also want you to do is start to pay attention to your thinking patterns. This will become easier if you follow the step before about acknowledging and writing it down. And when you do that, you're going to start picking up on those patterns. And this is important because it's going to help you become familiar with what is stressing you. So then you can do something about it. This helps you find your triggers that are triggering you to take part of eating disorder behaviors and habits. So after being able to recognize when you are having these distorted thoughts, then start paying attention to these thinking patterns. What I also want you to do is not have the mindset that you need to strictly reframe your negative thoughts to be positive. I want you instead to focus on thinking realistic and with reason. These unhelpful thought patterns that you are having have a lot to do with your imagination, So if all you do is put a positive spin to things, that's not bringing you to reality. We are trying to bring you to reality. For example, if you think about putting on weight during recovery, this will most likely happen. It happens for me. If in your head, putting on any weight is a negative thing and you also want to recover, you don't need to lie to yourself because that's not bringing yourself to reality. So instead of tricking your mind into thinking that, oh, it's a positive, I I will recover, but I won't put on weight. It is better to be prepared and to acknowledge what is most likely going to happen. However, there is also reason for this. Your body is using the nutrients that you're filling your body with from the food 
to repair your body, which is also helping your mind because you were starting to feed your brain. So this is your reason. You are not denying what is going to happen. You are not just making a positive spin because if you have that eating disorder mindset, you think that any weight put on is a negative thing. And a positive thing, the opposite of that, would be not putting on weight. However, that is not reality. We are trying to get your brain out of this imaginative state. So by strictly looking for a positive, although it's good, make sure it's realistic. Because otherwise, you are keeping your mind in this imagined world. And that's what we're getting you out of. What I also want you to do is start to flip your what-ifs. If your negative mindset is trying to make everything such a horrible possibility, saying, what if I recover and put on weight? What if I eat this food and get so fat? What if I share my struggles with an eating disorder with someone and all they do is judge me? I want you to flip these what-ifs around. What if I tell someone about my eating disorder and they help me and they make me feel heard? That's a pretty good what-if scenario. Except you were thinking about it in the opposite way. Why? Flip your what-ifs around. And remember, we don't know what's going to happen either way. So step out of your comfort zone and just try. Everything can be taken as a learning experience if you let it. Another thing that you can do is practice stopping and acceptance. If you're wondering why the hell I said it like that, let me tell you. This is used in dialectical behavioral therapy, which is DBT. So thank you, Amani Treatment, for sharing. So imagine an acrostic poem. We've got stop. So the S stands for stop. Freeze and stop what you are doing. The T stands for take a step back. Take a minute and just breathe. The O stands for observe. Notice the situation, including what others are doing and what you're feeling. And the P stands for proceed. Think about how you want to handle the situation. So write this down and I want you to think of stop because stop and listen and think about how it is that you are feeling. And then the accepts part of it is A, activities. Do simple distracting activities. Go for a walk, color a picture or do the dishes. C is contributing. Do something for others. This could be as small as giving someone a hug or as large as volunteering. C is comparison. Compare yourself now to before you entered recovery. Take a moment to appreciate how far you've come. The E is for emotions. Elicit a new emotion for yourself by listening to a happy song or watching a funny movie. P is pushing away. Set the intrusive thought aside for now. Some people visualize putting it into a box. This doesn't mean you won't deal with it. It just means you want to be calmer when you do. This is also helping you not have an emotional reaction because you're not saying you're not going to deal with the thought, but you're also going to allow yourself to come to a calmer mindset, which is always better, especially when you're dealing with something emotional and you feel like you might have an emotional reaction to something. The T is thoughts. Like activities, thoughts can help distract you. Redirect yours away from disordered eating. Count something, talk to someone or sing a song. Sing a song. And S stands for sensations. Let your physical body feel something good. Have a warm bath, smell some lavender or walk barefoot on the grass. Oh my gosh. It's always going to be helpful as well to ask yourself questions. This will help you have a better way and a better understanding of yourself, why you are feeling the way you are, and effectively help you cope through these negative thoughts that you are having. 
So when you start to recognize that you are having these negative thoughts, ask yourself, is this thought my reality or is this my imagination? Is this thought that I'm having helpful? If this was someone that I loved having these thoughts, what advice would I give them? What could I gain from accepting this thought? What could I lose from accepting this thought? Ask yourself, is this thought based on my emotions or fact? Ask yourself, what evidence do you have to support this thought that you are having to be true? And ask the opposite. What is the evidence that this thought is not true? What feelings do I have from thinking these thoughts? Are there any other thoughts that I could have that would be more useful than this one? And if I keep thinking this way, how do I expect to feel? What outcome do I think I will gain? Write all these thoughts down too so you can start to see the progress that you have when you start reframing your thoughts. To help reframe your thoughts, it's also going to help to observe them by being mindful. So, you know what I'm going to say. A great way to practice observing your thoughts is to meditate because so many thoughts go through your head. Sometimes as random as I forgot to buy lettuce today at the supermarket. However, it does expand and it can focus on maybe something from your past that's hurt you, something that you fear from happening in the future, or some events or feelings or situations that you have not addressed in your present. When you meditate, you have so many passing thoughts. So start observing them, because especially when you meditate, you are coming into a very calm and present state. So take note of these thoughts that you are having in a more mindful state and try to address them. So when you restructure and rethink your negative thoughts, keep repeating and practicing your new thoughts. First of all, be aware of what thoughts you need to retrain are. Then start to rethink these thoughts. Are these thoughts based on your imagination or reality? Are these thoughts I'm feeling helpful or unhelpful? It's bringing it back to those questions we talked about just in the other point. So this is the rethinking stage. And then to retrain, you start to think about the alternative thoughts. So to retrain, you need to be aware of when it is that you are slipping back into these thought patterns. Then you stop these thoughts and go back to the stop and accept. And then you focus and repeat to yourself your new thought, which is your reality thought. Not your imagined thought, but your real thought. And then keep practicing this thought. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So that after a while it becomes your autopilot response over whatever shitty thought it is that you were thinking. And while this is all happening, just remember to be patient and kind to yourself because changing your mindset is very difficult. This will take time, but keep practicing it so that these more helpful thoughts start to become your automatic way of thinking. To reframe your thoughts, it's also going to be helpful to look at it from an outsider's perspective. Take yourself out of the situation and think of someone that you love and if they were giving you these thoughts. This helps you observe what you would think if someone else was in the situation. It's also going to help you have a kinder approach to yourself because surely if these are people that you love, you would want to give them kind, loving and supportive advice. 
and you should be treating yourself the same way. With these negative thoughts as well that you were noticing that you were having, I want you to write down the negative thoughts and next to it, a helpful reframe of the thought. So a negative thought could be, I will be happy if I'm skinny. As a helpful reframe, you can write that to love yourself and be happy, you need to grow yourself love so that you unconditionally love and care for yourself and that you forgive yourself and choose to learn from mistakes rather than beat yourself up for them. And if this is the case, you can also think about how once you got skinnier from your eating disorder, it didn't really help how you loved yourself. So on one side, have your negative thought and on the other side, the helpful reframe. And similar to that, for the next thing I want you to do is have two columns as well, one with what your eating disorder says and the other what your recovery says. So this is going to help you give perspective and it's going to help you give more power to your recovery voice. So if your eating disorder says that you must exercise today, your recovery voice will say that you will let your body rest. Your eating disorder voice says that you can only eat this type of food and your recovery voice will say that you can eat lots of different types of foods. And when you are having these destructive thoughts and you've acknowledged it, what I want you to do right there in the moment is try to redirect your mind to asking yourself, is this thought helpful? So whenever you're having some sort of destructive eating disorder voice, just ask yourself that. Is this thought helping me? Start getting into the habit of asking yourself this every time you are having a destructive thought. Get yourself into that habit. You are redirecting your mind. And also, start to fact check yourself. If you've convinced yourself that you are going to gain 10,000 kilos from eating a certain food, go and fact check that. Is it true? If fear foods scare you, have a listen to my previous episode, but also just try to start fact-checking yourself. If you believe that eating in front of other people will cause them to judge you, go test it. If these are fears of yours, it will be hard to challenge this, but this is when it comes to stepping out of your comfort zone and trying something that scares you. Face your fears. So you go and you eat with someone, and then you figure out that they're nice people and they're not actually going to judge you. Fact-check yourself. Put to the test if what you believe to be true is real. Especially if you're having trouble to identify the difference between your imagination and reality. Go test it out. What you can also do is what I suggested at the beginning of one of my previous episodes about making a box of all of the things that you love. You're filling it with messages from people that you love and care for so that you can be heartwarmed and reminded of their love and the love that you have for them every time that you read it. Fill it with photos of your favourite people, your favourite scent, your favourite band album, Fill it with whatever it is that lifts up your mood. Fill it with a list of your favourite memories. Write them all down and just read over it and have a laugh with yourself. This is a personalised box for you to uplift you and redirect your negative thoughts. Fill your heart and your mind with love. And I also want you to start looking for lessons in all of these negative thoughts that you are having. Rather than tear yourself down for having these thoughts in the first place or choosing to suffer in these thoughts, Instead, look for a learning lesson. What can this thought teach me? What have I learned about myself from these thoughts? What triggered me to have these thoughts? Make it a chance for you to learn so that you can improve. Not bring yourself down. Cut it out. So get on actioning all of those different ways to reframe your thoughts. To repeat, we've got number one, recognize and acknowledge the thought that you are having. Number two, identify your thought patterns. Number three, look to think realistically rather than just swap a negative to a positive. 
Number four is to flip your what ifs. Number five is to practice the stop and accept. Number six is to ask yourself those questions. Number seven is to observe your thoughts. And a great way to do this and be mindful is to meditate. Number eight is to deconstruct, repeat and practice your old thoughts to your new. Number nine is to separate yourself from the situation. Number 10 is to have helpful versus unhelpful thoughts. And 11 is to have eating disorder says versus what your recovery says. Number 12 is to ask yourself, is thinking these thoughts helpful? Bring it to this every time that you've been able to acknowledge that you were having an unhelpful thought. Number 13 is to fact check yourself. Number 14 is to have your box full of love and everything that makes you happy. And number 15 is to look for a learning lesson. What can this thought teach you? What can it teach you? All right, so get on it. Get reframing and get your eating disorder out of the damn door. I believe in you and it is time to believe in yourself. So thank you for listening. Can't wait to hear about your progress. Sending love, sending support. And remember, what do we remember? Tell me. That's right, yep, to eat with Allie. <laughs>